What up, what up, what up? Welcome everybody. This the Bayou Geeks. I'm uh I'm one of the many hosts, Jeff. And, and I think Chris is there unless the hurricane washed him away. What's oh. up? <laughs> That's my son, Keegan. Uh, <laughs> he's trying he's trying to uh take my uh celebrity uh status away from me then. Well, he, he he saw an opening and he took it. That's fucking hilarious. <laughs> well, what's up, everybody? Take I'm for Chris. The- I'm Chris. Oh, and I'm also st- known for st- 316. Yeah. I can't get a good one. No. No, you because I, I opened it up and then you just kind of flopped. Like, you were just like... <laughs> but, dude, holy shit, dog. We're back. We are. We're back, dude. man. Dude, almost a month, huh? What a month. Oh, yeah, it's definitely been a month. I'll tell been you that. Been a hell of a ride, <laughs> huh? <laughs> it's it's definitely been a month, man. It's uh Yeah, it's 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 been a month, man. I mean, from the hurricane, dude, cleaning up and then uh what I was like in the call generator life, you know? It was uh it was something, man. For well, anyone who so don't how know do, what we're how talking about. Well, first off, oh, yeah, yeah. you know, someone tell who don't really know what's going on right now. Um, the reason why me and Jeff had, have been gone for a little under a month is because we had to deal with Hurricane Ida in southeast Louisiana. And if you know what's going on, I mean, everything's cool. Everybody's good now. just want to say that. Um, did a lot of damage more uh, west of me and Jeff. I mean, but no, no, was, no. Well, you you more west of you. But I the got hardcore some, damage was the west well the the hardcore the, the hardcore yeah. the hardcore eye of it was probably about ten miles away maybe twenty miles away from where I'm at right now. Yeah, and that make and that really uh, makes a big difference though too. Right. But it, I mean, yeah. but it looks like like I said, the consensus right now is that uh we had a tornado go through our neighborhood or something, man, because the way the tweet the trees were twisted and all that, dude. I mean, we by the time I got done cutting trees and. Cleaning up my yard, I had four monster like the length of cars, and the they were taller than like they were they were tall, like taller than I would. Piles of just wood. It, it was it was it was pretty rough, dude. How'd you make out? Well, me being you know to kind of give the people like a demographic how far we're away. Well, I'm twenty more miles away from Jeff than I you know than he is from the storm, and I had mostly dealing with wind i went to a friend of mine's house uh one of my close friends and uh yeah we were there i mean we had power to like i mean what time do you think the storm really started around noon huh one o'clock uh the wind started picking up and the rain started picking up around that time i mean because if i was yeah. getting around that time i knew you were getting it yeah well, well yeah well yeah no 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 no, no. I, so i was <laughs> The, the the last podcast y'all had uh, where I was out in Texas working and all that, so I had to come home, uh, rush home from Texas that Friday just to get my house buttoned up and everything like that. You know, we uh we slept. Uh, a coworker of mine was coming in from Florida, heading back to Texas. So the the plan was we were all going to route to my company was going to put me up in Texas and all that kind of stuff, and we were going to route our way to Texas. But then uh, that morning we realized just calling around dude that people were already jetting and there was no rooms in texas so we actually only went two hours away from the house in lafayette which we thought we were going to get some out of projecting the storm to hit uh vermilion bay but it boy it shifted completely east on that so i mean it was in lafayette we got a breeze dude it was a nice 20 mile an hour breeze it was was comfortable but yeah it was i don't know it started about midday over there and then you could feel the breeze coming in and all. So that's when I was watching the news and all, watching the tracks. I knew it was starting to hit over here, you know. But it hit what it hit Port Fouchon. I mean, they registered. Well, Grand Isle. Uh, well, yeah. Well, Grand Isle and Port Fouchon are right next to each other. But uh, Port Fouchon registered. There was a vessel out there that registered 190 mile an hour winds, which well, is Grand, Grand beyond the Cat Five. <laughs> Grand Grand Isle gets destroyed if someone takes a piss out there. I mean, oh, dude, stop. like. I mean, that's I'm, how fragile I'm, I was, uh, fucking Grand Isle is. Well, being at Nickel State, I was at Nickel State uh, this week and, and today, actually, too. And, dude, they got military out there. There's there's still spots down there by Thibodeau, Homa, 
Raceland, all that, dude, that still just don't have power. I mean, it, it's like I've driven down to these areas. I've been to Morgan City already. I've been uh, uh, down Highway 1. And, I mean, it, it, it's hard to explain where those places are at, but it, this is all south of New Orleans area, if you get an idea from it. And uh, for people, you know, if y'all want to kind of figure, like look at a map and see where it's happened. Man, it was – dude, the devastation down there was intense, you know. It's – like I said, when right when I got my power back, the first thing we did was we went and took our gas cans, uh, cases of water, food and all that. And we went down to like a – area we knew we got hit hard but to buy you gosh dude gave them gas food water just seeing if they needed anything man it was cool to help you know to be able to help the people but man just seeing like I, I, I seen a house that was physically knocked off its foundation that was right on a bayou like it was shifted 20 feet away from the steps i mean it was it was intense dude yeah, yeah i mean i mean i didn't have to well it got the rain started really get, getting heavy out here and the streets were starting to flood, so I was kind of getting worried about that. But uh, we lost. Power. I think. I think. I think. I think this was more of a wind event than a rain event. Uh, oh yeah. Oh yeah. 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 Without a doubt. Um. Mm-hmm. Well, no. What I was saying is, well, I was going to be here by myself at the house. That was the plan because my fiance, you know, she had to go to the hospital because that's an, you know, mer- considered an emergency situation. So they have to go up there, bring clothes, I mean, whatever they need to survive for like multiple days up there. Um, so it was just going to be me and the cat. And uh, uh, my boy. Me and the cat. Yeah, literally, it's just going to be me and the cat. And, uh, uh, my boy wound up calling me, him and his wife. They're like, where are you going? And I'm like, I'm fucking going nowhere. I'm staying here. And they're like, you need to come over here. You can't be by yourself over there. Well, you know, I was like, I got the cat. They're like, bring the fucking cat, you know. And I got over there and put the cat in the bedroom where I was going to stay. And he was like, turn on the air conditioner in that room and just crank it up and just let it run. You know, that's how you got to, you know, keep the house cool, at least for that one night, you know. I mean, right, you know, right, you know right. at night down here, I mean, with the humidity, there's no... I mean, there's no justice. I mean, you you don't you don't feel any relief you don't feel any relief until uh probably you know how they say it's always darkest before the dawn. Mm-hmm. That's when like it's always coolest before the dawn. Like that's when you feel the most relief and you actually start falling asleep probably two or three four in the morning. I mean, granted, I was I was lucky in the sense that I so right I mean right as the storm finished passing I mean I mean physically right after it was done dude I was already in my truck. I went and got a generator, got a portable air conditioner. I came home because we had reports that a tree fell on the house and just like four trees were down in my right around my house. And yeah, I mean, we got some damage, but nothing actually physically hit the whole house except for the top of a tree. But yeah, dude, I was fortunate that I uh, I was able to get a generator, pop a, a portable air conditioner in a window. We curtained up uh, my son's room and we all just kind of lived in the room right in there for about well, almost a week, man. Cooked off of propane cookers, you know, just. It was it was like a a, a fancy camping trip. That, yeah, that's I mean, the best way to start it. I mean, when it came to damage in my area, it was pretty minimum out here. I mean, you had your I mean your basic hurricane wind damage. You know, you know, you down power lines, you debris, the branches, and some roofs. I mean, I mean, I paid the price for a roof last year. You know, in that last hurricane, uh, I forgot the I even forgot the damn name of it. Delta Alpha beta i don't know and uh that one literally came over my house but we gonna have to get into discussion about that hurricane because that was the most weirder weird weirdest hurricane i've ever been through it lasted what an hour and a half that that was absurd no 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 no, no. what ida no 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 that one in october the one that came over me Oh yeah, yeah. Because we the all one that jokes. happened in October, yeah. the end of October, which is that's a rare fucking thing, a hurricane at the end of October. Well, and you also you you also uh, um, sustained more damage during that hurricane. Than this yeah, one. yeah. Because the yeah, this one, no, this one, that one, right? And that was like all of an hour, and then this one was uh. This one's like hours because it slowed down. It like started creeping. Oh, yeah, was, they expected it. To, they expected it to hit like a. They say it was going to hit as a four and then drop to a one immediately. That thing didn't drop to a one. It slowed down and just kept hitting. But let's be honest, Jeff. That's more 
I mean, that's been hurricanes we've experienced more than we did the one in October that lasted an hour. I mean, we've never been through a hurricane that lasted an hour in our whole fucking life. I mean, that's just weird. I mean, here's a fun here's a fun fact for you. Did you know that that wasn't the first hurricane item? I I did not know that. November fourth, two thousand nine, Hurricane Ida came in as a Cat two. It hit Louisiana, you know, Mississippi, Alabama, and stuff like that. And then, you know, it went up and did that. But yeah, dude, that was this. I guess Ida wasn't uh, happy with the first time go around. She's like, nah, hold my beer. Hold my beer. And she went at it again. But yeah, that, that, that's the second Ida. Yeah. Isn't that a trip? But you know what? And here's a little Louisiana lore for fans or whoever wants to listen. Everybody from old people to young people will brag about all the hurricanes they've been through, how they rode it out, blah, blah, blah. Every hurricane but one. And that's Katrina. We do not speak of Katrina. We do so, not brag about Katrina. That's the damage do you, do damage you wise have, they're saying damage wise they're saying that this one was worse than Katrina. But the but the pure horror though that came out of Katrina, dude, was that what makes that you know the what it is, you know. Right. Well, I mean, what 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 made made Katrina so bad was the fact that it the levee collapsed and it flooded the city. That's yeah. what made Katrina so bad. And they they pulled the uh they pulled all the pump operators, so and, but, but there I'm was no way I, to pump any of the water out because hey, Katrina was a rain event, whereas this one was a wind event. And yeah. but I mean, you know, it's. It's what we do, man. It, it, it's, yeah, but, it's what we live with on the Gulf Coast, but you know? But that's the thing. That's the one that no one brags about. No one. No, you, I, no I do. I mean, I was in here. I was no, oh, dude, but, after Katrina. I was in right away, man, because I was uh, nah, driving trucks, doing st- water stuff with uh, the military and everything. Dude, it's crazy. People don't talk of Katrina like they did of Betsy or Camille and they were pretty fucked up. Betsy for New Orleans, I mean, did just as did pretty much the same thing as Katrina, but people were not as. I mean, people are just fucking. Katrina's very touchy, for some that one is touchy because like, you know what? I, well, for some but, people, dude. But, but you know what I think it is. I the, this is my honest opinion. If you look at the time of Betsy, it was a different time period. Look at uh, with Katrina, it was two thousand five. Things were more visually seen, like on TV. You saw the bodies in the water. Um, people no like you and me, I don't know how early you came back. I had to come back because I worked for a restaurant, and they were going to serve to the public. And I had to reopen it because I was the kitchen manager. And uh, my ex-wife, she worked at a restaurant who was another restaurant that was going to feed the public. So we had to get past What were you talking about for Katrina? Yeah. Yeah, we came oh, back. Okay. No, dude, I was... Let's just say this. I was back yeah, in so early. Exactly. I was back in so early. The only thing for us to eat downtown New Orleans was you had option of either Red Cross, whatever the heck they were cooking, or a Domino's trailer serving medium deep dish pizzas, cheese, and pepperoni. Guess what we ate every day? Medium deep dish pepperoni, cheese pizzas, stuff like that, dude, because dude, you did not want to touch that, that Red Cross food. Excuse me. Sorry. Um... Oh, Remember I, I, dude! I watched guys him up, him up by the military on Canal Street, like they were That's... trying to break into the stores and loot. I watched him getting hemmed up by the military gunpoint. Hey, you know, stopping him, dude. While I was on the back of a truck passing, I'm like, dude, this is insane. I mean, Blackhawks. It looked like, like, dude, I got pictures of it. It looked like we were in Iraq for Katrina because there was Blackhawks everywhere, troops walking the streets. I was just like, wow, this is like, this is serious. Yeah. No, no. But like I said, we came back in, and being the guy who ran, uh, he was the assistant manager, and he kind of was uh, him and his daughter. He was raising his young daughter by himself, and I, he, I was good friends with him. And he came, stayed with us like a couple of days. So me and him decided to go drive around, around, dude. And you got to and and you, if you remember this, I'm sure you do, dude. Everybody left for fucking Katrina. It wasn't oh, like yeah. this one. I mean, everybody, the whole fucking metropolitan area, we're talking well, about so, the suburbs, look, everybody they're, they're, was fucking they're, gone. And that's when, that's when they invented the contraflow thing, too. And you remember, though, Katrina, we had the warning. We saw it pop to a Cat 5 in the Gulf, and everybody was like, holy crap, yeah. we got to get out. Yeah, but dude, this when, one, 
nobody, nobody, everybody saw that. Nobody had time for this one. Oh, I remember that waking up that Saturday morning. I remember hearing like Friday night. Oh yeah, there's a, uh, a storm in the Gulf, and I'm like, oh okay, you know, we we hear that all the time during this time of season. But then all of a sudden, the uh, I woke up that morning, man, and I was like, man, let me turn on the news, dude. I turned on the news, and I saw that this thing was a Cat Five, and I was like. Holy crap. I looked at my roommates. I said, dude, I don't know what the hell y'all are doing, but I'm out of here. Like straight up, I'm gone. And that's when I jetted to laugh. Uh, dude, the second storm, I rode out in Lafayette. And it's funny because it happened the exact same time as Katrina. I had to hit the exact same day. And I mean, it was just that's I'll tell you, that was like nostalgic for me in a sense. It was just eerie being in Lafayette, the same exact place I rode Katrina out, you know, and watching the city get hit again dude, with another hurricane. Dude, I. It's just the images I saw when I came back early, especially I saw, I want to say two bodies on the interstate covered. And it, then, you know, remember where all the people gathered by the interstate in Jefferson Parish, that little, you, you know, right there by Causeway, that one little like triangle area where all those yeah, people yeah, just yeah. converged. I passed yeah. through that was like, it, 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 dude, it, it, what I saw, especially on the lakefront, it, there was no words to describe a place I used to sit and hang out, dude. All the levees just covered with people's Man. personal crap, jets, skis, fucking dildos. I mean, dude, anything you could possibly imagine was on the fucking. <laughs> why levee. didn't you put it, those? Why didn't you put those away before you left? You know, but dude, That's it was everybody's days. houses that just got blown the fucking way, and just all their personal. Dude, jet, if I wanted a jet ski, it was right there for the taking. Well, so I mean, not 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 to cut off your nostalgia here, right? But uh. I mean, I'm pretty sure a lot of our listeners are aware of what happened with Katrina and all that. That's 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 past, man. They probably want to hear like more of what's going on with Ida stuff and just stuff like that. You know, I mean, the fact that we're back. I mean, sorry, guys, it took us so long. But, you know, when you got to clean up hurricane stuff and do this and do that, it's it's, yeah. rough, you know, and especially the business we're in. Uh, I mean, as you all know, me and Jeff do pools and. Hurricanes and pools don't go well together, if you catch what I'm saying. So not, not in South, not not in South Louisiana, they don't. Yeah, and we're not talking about like, see, now Jeff's in different business, or like different forms of pools than I am. So he didn't have to deal with like what I had to deal with. It's not no, like no, a lot, a lot wait. of customers I deal with weren't back. I mean, they because they're all commercial and they're water resorts and water parks and all that. So they were just like, yeah, now we ain't opening crap. Yeah, so. And you, when you think, okay, well, you're probably thinking to yourself, well, a dirty pool, branches, debris, leaves out the ass. So you're probably like, well, how the fuck y'all clean that shit? Y'all, would y'all just drain it and clean it? Yes, we do for some. But when you work for a company that has almost 600 pools, that shit don't go. So you're no, you, you got to clean out. You got to clean up a lot of them. You want you one guy. You got a net. You got a fucking pole, and that bitch could be black. You scoop that bitch until you scoop, scoop, scoop until nothing comes in that net. And you could be that three to fucking hours trying to pull branches, dead dogs, cats, whatever. You yeah. got scooping. Then you got to shock the fucking living daylights out that motherfucker. And you may have to light that pool up from here to fucking Pluto. But you may even have to do it a couple fucking days. Yeah. But you will get that fucker back. You may have to go clean the uh, uh, filter every fucking day just to get that fucker back. But you will do it. Yeah. I mean, I, I got I'm draining one tomorrow that had two oak trees fall in it. Like physical 80 foot oak trees fell into the pool. can't be helped. I got to go scoop a fucking yeah, pool mean, in the morning. <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, it's the, the, the recovery cleanup's not done. It's not going to be done for a little while, you know. I'm hoping Wait, no, stuff I'm, gets back to stuff gets back to normal uh, here soon, you know, so everybody can get back to normal life. Which everything's starting. Like I realized tonight that everything's opening back up at the hours that they are. A lot of things are, you know. But there was a time, dude, like restaurants weren't like opening past seven o'clock, and grocery stores weren't opening past six, and it, when you work all day, it, it, it was rough because how are you supposed to go get any kind of food or anything, you know? I mean, even the linemen that were out here, dude. Like, I was standing in line. I found out Domino's opened up, and they were closing. Like, right when they ran out of pizzas, they were making a certain amount of pizzas, and then they were closing. So I went over there to grab a couple for the family, and then uh, 
the linemen showed up, dude. And the fact I knew that they were working, they were some of them were sleeping in their damn trucks. And I was like, you know what, man? I told him, I said, dude, I don't care if I don't get a pizza, bro. Go ahead and get in front of me, man. You 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 need this more than I do. And he got in front of me, got his pizzas and all. Good thing that I, they still had some left, but you know, it's just seeing it. And it, what a lot of people don't realize is the one thing that comes out of a hurricane that's so special is the camaraderie that comes out between everybody. Like, there's no. Because uh, right now, you know, this country's so divided on so many things. But, dude, after this hurricane, there was no black, white, green, purple, this color, that. There was nothing, dude. Everybody's like, man, you need help? I got you, dude. We're all in this together. And you oh, see the, 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 the people join together like that, you know? Dude, it was Which like – that was like Katrina, dude. I, you know, I don't want to keep going back to Katrina. But Katrina was like what 9-11 was to New York. It was to us. It really was. Yeah. Well, dude, I've always said I'd love to get back to a uh a a nine eleven ish uh not, what would they say? I'd love to get back to a nine twelve because the country was more united at nine twelve than they were ever in a long time. Like it almost brought me back to like because I studied World War Two a lot. It brought me back to like a World War Two era. So I've seen people wear shirts that say that, you know, and just man, I wish we could go back to nine twelve, where just the country was just so united, and we we're like, yeah, we got this. And that's how it is after these hurricanes, dude. I mean, it's not the whole country, but South Louisiana right now, especially Southeast Louisiana right now, is more united at this very moment than they were right before Ida hit. You know, so I mean, it's. I love it, you know. The, we're all in this together, man, and we're we're oh, still here. Oh yeah, I mean, I guess if you don't, you're not from here. It's hard to. I mean, look, hell, some of our friends in New York got Ida, and they got flooded. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, that's crazy, you know. Well, yeah, but they weren't ready for it either. They they did not expect what was coming, you know. I feel bad for them. Now, granted, while we were sitting here with no power and trees and all, and I'm not discounting what happened in New York and all that kind of stuff with the hurricane, but it goes to show you how the news just – they focus on main cities and they forget certain places and all that. Well, one, they kept pinpointing New Orleans, New Orleans, New Orleans. But like – so where I live, to put it in perspective, is if you look on the map where New Orleans is and you see – the New Orleans International Airport, I'm physically right next to the airport. Like, I watch planes take off all the time. Uh, and we got hit hard, but you don't, you didn't hear anybody mentioning Kenner or, like, Laplace. And it was, oh, New Orleans, New Orleans. But then while we were sitting here, and it, my buddy picked this out and showed it to me. He's like, dude, check this out. He got an alert on his phone, and it was a headline. And it said, headline. New York City at the uh, center of all of, of, of Hurricane Ida destruction. As we're sitting here without power, I'm seeing power lines down everywhere, trees down everywhere. And I'm just like, huh, go figure. They were at the center of it? Okay. You know, which granted, they did get theirs. I mean, that rain wasn't nice to them at all. But eh, if you haven't been down here, I would argue that that was the center of it. You know yeah, what I'm saying? But yeah, remember, New York's not built uh, a city that's built to have floods. They're not prepared no, they're like not. we are. We have to be. And you know what my favorite thing? You know what my favorite thing I get all the time? Right, but you know what my favorite thing is I get all the time? Well, I don't know why y'all just live there and y'all don't leave, you know, hurricanes. And I, it's the same thing. Okay, well, why do people in California stay in California? I'd rather have a hurricane and know when that thing's coming and get out then have an earthquake where you don't know when it's going to happen and how big it's going to be or anything you just all of a sudden whoa and bam you're shaking you know so or you got uh uh wildfires you know what i'm saying why why y'all living in california if, 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 if wildfires you know and so look, don't ask us why don't ask us why we live down here because of the hurricanes wait wait it's because we choose you just like you choose to live in california you well, choose wait, to live here's in another thing here's another thing bro and uh, you got to be from here to understand and you can vouch for this we don't give a shit about the hurricane. We really don't. You know what we give uh -uh. a shit about? Losing our air condition and fucking hurricane. That's it. Heat. You know? That's if, all if we're had, fucking worried about. If I, they had I, hurricanes, if they had hurricanes in like wintertime, 
Oh, dude, it would be amazing. Just people in South Louisiana would be partying. Dude, we'd have windows open, be like, with no power, windows open, a bonfire in the back. Dude, we'd have a crawfish exactly. boil Just or, or you know, we'd cook a gumbo on an open I'm fire. Good. Right. But, yeah, when you, you, you lose power and it's 95 degrees outside with a humidity of uh, 210. And you just like, like 110 and shit. Right. You're just like, oh, this sucks, dude. You know, that's what it, that's what it, people people in Louisiana don't fear hurricanes. We just but don't want to be without air conditioning. Put it this way: this is how much shit changed since I was. I'm, I'm gonna make say when I was 20 years old. I remember this for the first time. I went to my I was about 30 house. years ago. Yeah, I went to my friend's house, uh, my uh, uh, a people's house in New Orleans, um, for my step family, whatever. Uh, and it was right after a hurricane, but it didn't really come here. So we, I think some New Orleans places lost power, but not everybody. So I don't, it was one of them ones where like people left just to be more precautious and shit, but like 96, whatever. And, uh, they had a generator when I went out to New Orleans, like a couple days later, New Orleans was still, they had a generator hooked to the house. Okay. That's the first time I ever remember someone ever used a generator. Never really heard them before. Now, let's go to 2021. Every fucking house on the fucking block has a generator now. Either gas oh, yeah. or natural gas. That's all, <laughs> that's all you heard at night around here, dude, because yeah. we had curfews. You sleep to the sound and, uh, of generators. Could, well, first off, it, it was nice because you didn't have any city lights, dude. So the stars were just stars, gorgeous. Yeah. The second thing was is that's all you heard in the neighborhood. And that's it. That's, you heard it everywhere. And it was like... Yep, and it was a humming, beautiful sound that puts you to sleep. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah. and it's like everybody has them now. Everybody but has them. Now. To our, our 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 faithful listeners, who uh, hopefully, sorry, we've been gone so long, man. I didn't have just one, know. No. We just know we are okay. We survived. Um, it could have been much, It could have been much worse. I mean, if y'all hit us up on the Facebook, and if you request it, I'll gladly post some pictures. Uh, of just damage I've seen all around, and my house included. If you really want to just kind of get a bird's eye view of, not a bird's eye view, but you know, a uh, 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 firsthand view of what it was like, dude, I'll gladly post them for anybody who, who just just request them. I'm not gonna post them if you don't want to see them, you know. Uh, look, look, I want to give people an example of how fucked up it is when like everything's down, and th- for days now. This is for days, y'all. Okay, how long were you, like, out of work for? Because I know you didn't, right? Like, right after the hurricane, how many days did you have, like, from hurricane to back to work? Uh, I took three days to clean my house. That's three full days to clean up my house. And then I still had to do it on the weekend. I went to work for that Thursday. Then because of the hurricane, they didn't have any work for me that Friday. So I, I wound up sitting and writing a couple quotes and all that kind of stuff. And then... uh just hung around the house and did more cleanup and all that Friday, Saturday, Sunday. That was Labor Day weekend. So, so, so you were yeah. back at work what three days later? Four days? Uh, no, because I went, I, I went, went to work that one day. But it was only reason I went to work is because remember I work from Mississippi to Lake Charles down to Morgan City to St. Francisville. So they had some work for me in Lafayette. So I was able to go and ride and get some work and for one day. But then after that, I mean, it was like almost like they were scrounging for work for me. So okay, yeah, I was let's see, um, a week, uh, eight days. I I didn't work, eight days. Okay, for I lost power. We lost power on Sunday. I got my power back on Friday night. That next Friday night. So that was like what five days. So between that five days, you got to think. There's no nothing open. Every, I mean, not everybody has a generator. I didn't have one, but I do. Generator. Have one. I went out, bought one after this fucker. I got one now. <laughs> um, <laughs> fuck that. Look, with a generator, you can power one room. You or you can. That's, you all, know, that's all you need, man. That's yeah, all you need. Look, I've already said I got a little window unit. I'm gonna hook just the office up. I'll sleep in this motherfucker. I got a little mini fridge in here. That's. That'll power this whole fucking room. I'm good to go. You know, it's not like the toilet and the water stop, so. No, well, I mean, they were telling us not to use the water very much, but, I mean, 
Boil it. Boil that shit. Well, the toilet, too, because of the, uh... No, the sewage. Oh. Uh, yeah, well, because the sewage runs off of power, man. So, you gotta, um... It's gotta, it's gotta push it to the, the stations, you know? Yeah. It's not like the water... Wa- our water around here is uh, gravity-fed because of the water towers. So, it's not like... Uh, it was... I mean, the sewage was a big deal. Like, I can understand why, because you didn't have power to... To, like I said, dude, you didn't have power to push it, pretty much push your poo to wherever it needed to go, you know? So, well, uh, don't tell the uh, audience uh, about this experience. I was, like I told y'all, I was at my friend's house that night and we lost power around 730, which was a miracle, actually. And uh, we just hanging around outside, you know, enjoying the fucking breeze at that point, you know, because we he had a carport and uh. We we listened to the radio or something, or saw on the internet that 22 barges broke on the river by where we are, and we're only like uh, two miles away from the river out here. And now where I live, if you heard previous episodes, for Katrina, this place had like 10 feet of water. When I'm literally sitting at my uh, office right now. I mean, it was 10 feet of water. I mean, I didn't live here at the time. I lived in a different part of the state. But, you know, this area got flooded. Um, We heard that shit. Me and him looked at each other. His wife was like, oh, shit. And me and him were like, he's like, what should we do? And I'm like, well, let's, you know what? Let's go get the attic clear. I mean, that's when you know the shit got real. We cleared out the attic, and we put the sledgehammer and the pickaxe up there. What, for this one? Yeah. Oh, uh, yeah, yeah, worried about the flood. Um, well, the barges. Well, the barges, they, 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 so, I've actually been on the river when, I've actually, huh, let me say, let me say it a different way. I was actually on the end of a barge when it broke free from a boat before. Well, 22 and, of them, though, broke. Yeah, but what I'm saying is they, they'll, they'll crash in other barges, they'll crash in, uh, uh, the levees, but they won't top, they won't collapse the levees. The Mississippi River levees are way more powerful than the uh, the, the levees that broke during Katrina because the, the levees during Katrina was the 17th Street Canal. So uh, you know what I'm saying? I, I mean, I great, I get, I get it. It was very good precaution, but I mean, to be honest, I think y'all would've been pretty safe because yeah, the levees. But you can never, not, we could never not be precautious, though, dude. When shit like that happens, because you never know what's going to happen. I mean, so I mean, like I said, speaking of that though, um, Katrina also a, came more up the river than this one. Then this one was oh yeah yeah yeah. Off. It's, it's see side note how because I, I can't say a story like that and not tell you what happened. Uh, when I was eighteen, I worked on the river. I was on a, a deckhand on a do, uh, tugboat, yeah. and uh, it uh, so me and a guy usually when you were moving the barge to another section of the river, and you were going to go tie it up instead of walking all the way back to the boat, you just sat at the end of the barge. So me and this guy are sitting at the end of the barge. Well, you're not supposed to smoke or anything out there. But this guy decides, oh, man, I'm going to light up a, a joint, you know? And I'm like, he's like, you want something? I said, hell no, man. I'm, we're walking on the side of barges and stuff. Heck no. Uh-uh, I ain't going to fall in this river, dude. Because the Mississippi River, for people who don't know, like, yeah, and I don't know how it is up further north. But down here, you fall in it. The chances of you getting out of it are very slim. Um, wide as fuck here. I mean, <laughs> well, not only that, but there's undertoes and just the current is so mighty. Oh, yeah. it, it, the chances of you coming out of that river, the, the, what they taught us on the river when I worked there is if you fall in, start rolling. Because well, nine quit. times out of ten, you're going under the barge and you want to roll so you can get on from under the barge. But uh, so we're sitting on this boat, man, and I'm sitting at the end of it and he's smoking and all. I'm like, whatever, man. And all of a sudden I hear horns blowing and then I see the West Bank. And I see North River. East Bank, South River, West Bank. That's when I realized I'm like something's wrong, dude. I, I, I thought we were just turning us around, but we were actually. That's when I realized we were spinning. So I climbed up on the ladder at the top of the barge and looked, and our boat wasn't there anymore. The face wires broke off the boat, and we were free floating down the Mississippi River on the barge. And uh, all of a sudden, tugs were coming from around the bend, dude, from the uh, south side. Then I, I seen tugs coming from the north side to kind of they were going to try to channel us in. And all I heard the captain say is, y'all, hold on to the ladder as tight as you can. And, man, me and that dude, I ain't seen somebody so scared. He just got done smoking. And, man, we grabbed that ladder, and I was holding on for dear life. I was like, oh, my God, please don't slam us into the river. 
I mean, sure enough, dude, they corralled us and they got us back to where we were safe. But, dude, that was probably one of the wildest things I've seen out there, man. Yeah, they probably so bumped y'all hard. They probably did it so gently. That no, no, no. So out there, dude, it depends on the captain. All right. Like, that's actually what made me quit because my, my normal captain, dude, he would. You wouldn't even know he was touching up to a bar, dude. He was so smooth with it. It's like, man, how do you this big old machine? How do you do it? But then they put me with this greenhorn captain, and boy, this dude—I was standing at the end of the boat, about to touch up to a barge, and he slammed that barge and threw me onto the boat of uh, the barge. And I was like, you know what? Screw this, dude. I, I, I my life ain't worth this, and that—that's what made me not go back because they kept wanting me to put with that, go with that captain. I was like, no, I'm good. I'm, I'm so good on that. You know, but that's just a little side note, man. A barge is free floating in the river. Like I said, I've dealt with it. It's it's pretty. Yeah, wild. working on that river. I mean, this far down the river. I mean, it's a hard knock life, man. I mean, oh. you got tough to work down at. Well, see, so to like those big boats that come in the river, you have to have a special captain for each. Like there's certain sections of the river. So like there's a captain that'll get you from the mouth of the river to Pilot Town. Then there's one that'll get you from Pilot Town to a certain spot because they know every dip and nook and cranny in the river, and they captain the vessel through just those spots and then a new captain will get on and a new captain will get on and that's how they, they maneuver the river you can't just drive a boat up in this river it's just not gonna happen you know it, it, it's crazy uh when you take the ferry and you go you're passing like one oh, of these big the ass ferry. fucking ships <laughs> it's like holy shit <laughs> yeah dude i love taking yeah ferry, man. Man, my kids love experience Oh, it is, dude. It's super is. That, well, that's like one of the experiences I do want to take if I ever get a chance to go to New York, dude. I want to take that that uh, boat that goes out to uh, uh, what is it, Elmere's Island or whatever it is. No, I want to do that. I ain't gonna lie, you know, I, I get paranoid when we that one of them ships are passing, dude. When I'm on the ferry, right? No, I get you it. Feel that shit, dude. When that boat passes, that and you're on a ferry with a bunch of fucking vehicles. Yeah. <laughs> well, it, don't, it don't help if you ever seen the movie Deja Vu. That that's what started getting me a little paranoid about the fairies, man, with the uh, Denzel Washington. Because in the movie, if you haven't seen it, spoiler alert, and it's been that out that long, it you need to go see it. It's yeah, way yeah. long. <laughs> right. It, I mean, this thing was probably filmed in two thousand six. I, I think so. Yeah. So go ahead, spoil it. But it, 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 the beginning of it is the ferry on the Mississippi River that crosses over from the Algiers Point to the French Quarter and blows up with everybody on it. Yeah. And it's like and they're going to ferry again, yeah. <laughs> no, especially <laughs> if you watch that scene, dude. You will not get on a ferry. You're gonna be like, no, nah, I'm good. I'll walk. You know, and people be like, how you walk? Well, you see that big bridge? I'll just walk around that some bitch or something, you know. No, yeah, it, dude, it's that's how the movie kind of opens up with that ferry and dude, little kids on it, Navy men on it, on it just blows up. And I'm like, all right, well, I'm not getting on that ferry anymore. Or the experience I had one time where I was trying to cross the river. Actually, I think we were going to your house from my mom's house, and uh, we were trying to cross the rest bank to the Chalmette. And I was just like, oh yeah, I'm, let's take the ferry right there by Chalmette. And, man, uh, I'm, sometimes I'm stubborn when it comes to this, dude. I was so hard. We sat there for two to three hours trying to get to your house, waiting for that damn ferry. And I was like, what? And we we rode it out, too. And there was another time when uh, me and Ryan were out there draining, cleaning, dude. And, and we were waiting on Danny to meet us there. And he decided to take a ferry. And the dude didn't show up till like, four hours later. And I was like, dude. Sometimes that ferry, you got to be careful with that Chalmette ferry. You, you think it's going to come quick, and you'll get stuck there, bro, with cars in front and the back, and you ain't moving. You know what? You know. that I remember that. That was me and Glenn. What? What was you and Glenn? The one where we got stuck at the ferry. Yeah, it was, I, I don't know. I know I was there. No, I remember I that. I, I don't think it was a drain and clean. I think it was a sand filter. I don't know. There was one dude, like I said, it was there was one where Daniel got stuck. He decided to take that route and Yeah, I do yeah, yeah. And we yeah. And Ryan kept calling him and telling him say, bruh, just drive around. So, we need so, the parts. Drive around. So no you so know what? I think that was the same day, but me and Glenn got I think like an hour, hour and a half. And then we uh then Daniel I remember that. I remember that. And it but well, the moral of the story is don't trust the Shalmet ferry to come on time. 
because you may be sitting there a very long time. That's all I'm saying. You know, don't trust that fairy. But my point was, if you can sit here days in the Louisiana heat with no electricity, the only entertainment you have is your cell phone. And if you don't have a car to charge your fucking phone, you're shit out of luck. Oh, and then the signal sucks because either the and, towers are down. Or and, everybody or, and the, fucking grandma is using their fucking phone. Yep, and the network's just jammed up. It makes you fucking tough. Believe that shit. You appreciate oh, shit more. And when that electric comes on, well, I, that shit comes on, it's like fucking Christ has just came to fucking earth. It, see, to me, it, it, the entertainment part's not that big of a deal, dude. I got enough books... I can sit here and read or it's not play my like, guitar dude, it's or my draw. It's the comfort. That's all. You oh, yeah, off, it's the bro. fact it's that it's hot, comfort. you know? Exactly. In my, in my case, dude. Go ahead. Oh, no, I was just going to say in my case, dude, like when there was nobody around, like, yeah, it, it was walk around the house and draws. Dude, if, That's if, it, you know? If hurricanes happened during the wintertime, that'd be fucking great. I'd be right. like, okay, fuck it. All right, I can leave the fucking windows open. I don't give a shit. I don't need no heat. <laughs> well, that, that's how you know we're getting a cool front right now, dude. I got my windows open. Actually, enjoying I got gas stoves, so I'd be good. <laughs> yeah. That's the only thing. If you do live ever, if any of you ever decide you're going to move down to South Louisiana, make sure you get a gas stove because they do not turn off the gas during a hurricane, so you can still cook. Yeah. That's the good thing about and it. You, gas. They, and hot yeah. water. You still have hot water, too, if you got an electric well, gas heater. so – it was so hot, I enjoyed every cold shower I took. Like, it was just that brutally hot. I was like, you know what? I can't wait to get in the cold shower. In fact, I would stand in there because when you get out the cold shower, you start sweating immediately. You know? I was just like, nope, I'll stick with the cold shower. I'm cool with that. Yeah, you know? Yeah. yeah, I'd sit here all day doing nothing. Yeah. I mean, that's how, I mean, there's nothing to do. You got but no power. That's hurricane life, and you got to make sure if you have a generator, you don't get the carbon monoxide in your house. Yeah, like I you. said, no one ha- not everybody has a generator as of yet. <laughs> I mean, oh, there's uh, uh, hot ticket items down here right now. <laughs> yeah, and you know what's funny, though, is uh, you can tell when somebody got power. It's because you'd see them back at Home Depot with that generator box returning it. Yeah, and I was uh, like, oh, 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 yeah, and a piece of advice, too. If you're ever in an area that loses power, like a big wide area, and you know people, and they're on your, you know, Facebook and shit, when your power, if your power comes on before theirs, don't get on Facebook and brag, we got power, because it's pretty fucked up. The people who don't have power just like, yeah, that's fucking nice. What a dick. Uh, true. Unless, unless at the end, unless at the end of that post, you're saying, anybody want to come over? Come on by. True that. True that. Exactly. No. Exactly. If you're gonna break, you got power. Which invite we did, people. We got power, over. dude. I was trying to get. I was trying to get people over all the time when we got power. I was like, dude, come over. Come get in the air conditioned. Come make some coffee. Just come be civilized for just a moment, you know. And some people, nobody. Some people would take it. Some people really. They were like, nah, I'm good. I'm gonna get my fan and all that kind of stuff. I'm like, all right. I mean, just know my door is open for you. Oh, I'll, I'll you know, I'm that type of person, man. And everything turned on. I was like, it is alive. <laughs> yeah, you were oh, about. But, oh, yeah. Oh, shit, I forgot it. about the cat. Oh, fuck. <laughs> but, though, dude, that was actually my biggest worry when they were telling me the trees were falling on my house. Because we rolled out and left the birds. We put them in a safe spot. We left the birds in the, igua- uh, the bearded dragon here. And then. Dude, where I saw the tree that looked like it fell on my house was right where the bearded dragon was. So, like, once I saw that, I was I was in intense mode. I was like, dude, I should have never left that dragon here. And I need to get home and make sure she's okay. And, man, that's why I left out as soon as I could. Like, I roll. I was like, yep, I got to make sure that baby's okay. Because we've had her for a long time, dude. She's a big bearded dragon. So, I won't do that again. She will be coming with us. Hopefully there ain't another one coming back for another 10 years or so, you know?
Oh, I was wondering where that that, that ring phone, ringtone was coming from. That's my work phone, I think. So, I think so. I don't know where it's at though. That's why I muted my mic real quick. I was like, man, is that Chris's phone or something? <laughs> no, I was like, holy shit, Jeff's getting a call on the background. Dude, it's funny you said that, dude. Back in the day, I had a phone that Mike uh, would pay for just so me and him could bullcrap all day long, and we called it the bat phone. Oh, yeah, that's right. You did tell me that. Yeah, that's exactly what we called it. No one had the number or anything like that. It was an old flip phone. I'd plug in headphones to it and work, and me and him would just talk like we were working side by side all day long. Kind of like what me and you do now. <laughs> yeah, yeah, pretty much. You know? See, we- me and Jeff talk behind the scenes. Please don't be like, well, yeah, yeah well, it was great. I'll talk to you later and never talk and record. We talk more on the right, phone right. than we fucking record. It's the problem. <laughs> right. That, that This is true. We should just start Which I think we, we, are, we are. We are. We, we're going to start doing some of our conversations just out at work, man. I think that's going to make some good podcast material. Y'all can get into the eyes and ears of what we are doing out there, you know. So, yeah, we like. But anyway, when we talk on the phone, Je- look, Jeff was shopping for pants tonight, calling me on the phone. Hey, man, what you doing? And I'm like, oh, yeah, what's <laughs> up? Oh, look at these dickies. <laughs> man, do you think these make my ass look big? I was about to say that. <laughs> Are they navy or uh, what is it? Uh, khaki. More, well, see, when I shop for pants, it's more of a. Uh, Man, I don't care what they look like on me. Are these things going to, like, because I was shopping for work clothes. And I was like, are these things going to uh, take a beating or what? That That's what I'm worried about. Are they Are they going to be able to withstand what I'm going to put them through? You know? I'm that's, more like, do these pants make me still look young? Do these bring back my youth? Yeah. I probably still you know? wear this. I do my, like, my, you, look, if anyone can vouch for this, it's you. Dude, my style has never changed, <laughs> No, it really it has. Really has. It really has over the years. It has. Oh, has yeah, without a doubt. I still, I still like my baggy shorts. Uh, um, don't wear your Manson makeup anymore. Yeah, don't wear that stuff anymore. Uh, no, long hair. no more long hair. No, well, see, the last time I had long hair, dude, is right before my dad passed away, and I remember him asking me. He's, he's like, dude. Can you cut your hair for me so I can see you look like a man just one time? And I'm like, what? He's like, hey, you've been having that long hair for so long. I just want to see you look like a, ma- a young man one time. And I said, all right, Dad, you know what? I'll do it for you. And I cut my hair and just never grew it back. So, touching story right there, right? But the touch he, he probably played your ass to death. Damn. You got played by your dad. Hey. Very end, yo. Dude, it was my... Well, he wasn't dying at that moment, you know what I'm saying? But... <laughs> Jeffrey, he knew he knew he was getting old, you know, man. I mean, he was like in his seventies, so I couldn't have seen Mister Joe do punk, you know. Uh, you know, he no, he probably meant that. I just couldn't see your dad be like, "You've been punk, bitch." <laughs> oh no, my dad, dude, my dad was a trip, man. Now my mom with a fucking few fucking natural lights in it, you know, she could probably pull that shit off. She'd be like, "Where's that little Jeffrey? Oh, dude, you, I like him." Oh, dude, I loved your mom. She was she was awesome. Yeah, because she was your yeah, height at the time. She was my <laughs> height. So, so yeah, we, we saw it then, bro. Yeah. Well, we saw eye to eye, you know. <laughs> dude, for some reason, dude. And it wasn't like you were around a whole lot. She hey, but, just, but you, you, you were just was, one of the ones she remembered. I was respectful to her. That's why. That little, I actually that little, called. That I, hippie boy. I, 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 I called her Miss Castro and all that kind of stuff, man. I was I was respectful to her. Nah, you were a kid too. I mean, it wasn't like you were like eighteen, nineteen. You were like only. She knew. She knew I wasn't. She, she knew I wasn't like this bad apple that's gonna nah, you, get you, you in jail or nothing. Yeah, you didn't come with a little pissy attitude. Uh uh-uh. uh She was probably like, "Oh, where's that little? Where's that little Jeff? He's such adorable. Have him come over and hang out with us. Mm-hmm. I have a few beers with him." Jeff. So, dude, I, I would have loved to have a few beers with your mom, man. If your mom would have ever asked me, Jeff, have a beer with me, I'd be like, yes, ma'am. I would have smacked your little <laughs> ass out that fucking chair. Hell no, dude. Oh, not a, 
Well, you got to remember, dude, I was going to get daiquiris for my dad at like 14. He'd give me the keys to the van. I'm not even old enough to drive. The daiquiri shop knew us and knew who my dad was, and they'd let us buy the daiquiris for him. But they never realized that one of the daiquiris was for us, you know? So it was like, okay. And we just walk up, you know, white Russian and a pina colada. Okay. Tell Mr. Johnson hello. Yeah, I got you. <laughs> you know, drive him home. Here, dad, here's your daiquiri. All right, there's your daiquiri. And I'm like, yeah. Good old so, and oh, you know what's amazing? Days. Never, I never remember around that time period that we ever had to worry about hurricanes. Isn't that weird? Well, no, because our parents would just get us out of there. <laughs> no, I don't remember ever evacuating as a kid. Oh, I, I do. I wasn't Hurricane into my Andrew. 20s. No, Hurricane I stayed Andrew. here. I was actually out here. We made the dumbest decision in our lives. There, y'all well. went to Alabama. Well, we went to friggin' Florida to go to stay Florida with somebody. Made a straight up left no, 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 no. The people we were going to stay with, they already had people staying, so my mom and dad didn't want to oppose. So we turned back around and started coming back and went right into the eye of friggin' Andrew. And we stayed, we rode it out in a Waffle House. Man, that's crazy as fuck. Yeah, it was wild, dude. Like the sign my dad was going to park under. If he would have parked under it, I wouldn't be sitting here today because the sign was right there in that spot. Like, it crushed. It hit the ground right there. There was, like, five or six tornadoes across the highway from where we were at. Uh, I remember the wind being so bad. We had a Mark III van at the time. The wind was so bad that it was rocking the van in front of the Waffle House when we were trying to sleep. It was actually putting us to sleep until two 18-wheelers pulled up. And so my dad at the time worked for the gas company, and he had access to these uh, really big lamp lights that held like almost car-sized batteries, and he brought them with us. And uh, he offered them for the Waffle House. He's like, look, y'all want to use these lights? You know, I mean, I'm not using them right now. Y'all can use them. And they were like, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, we can give you free food. Dude, that's how I knew that storms were going to be bad. When Waffle House closed, you know it was going to be bad because this Waffle House was still open. And they weren't. They didn't have no power, so they couldn't cook any waffles. But man, anything that was on the grill, they were still cooking. In the middle of a hurricane, dude, it tripped me out. I was like, "Dude, Waffle House don't close for nothing," mm-hmm. you know? Great. Yeah, it's a, it's a trip, dude. It's a trip. Well, so. you got to think they had the credit card machines that flawed back then. You know? <laughs> back well, back then everybody did in cash, dude. And or cash, it didn't matter. Back then, you didn't have the computer. You didn't need the computer credit card. They had the little swiper. Right, right. Yeah. So, swipe right. Back then, credit card, you know, those swipers came in handy. Yeah. Fuck, I used them. I mean, what, 15 years ago, they were still using them. I mean, your credit card machine go down, dude. You got to go to the swiper. You can't lose business. Swipe, swipey. Swiper, no swiping. I hope you don't know that reference. <laughs> yeah, I know. I know it's kind of a glum episode, but, you know, we got to get it yeah, out. Yeah, we're, we're, we're trying to – and I don't even know what else to talk about a hurricane. I mean, like I said, I know you, from y'all's perspective, y'all are, like, wanting to know a lot. So do this for us. If there's any questions you have about anything like that, dude, hit us up on the Facebook or the emails or interweb somehow. You know, hit us up. Ask us a question, man. We'll try to answer them, you know. I mean, for us, it's kind of hard. I mean, we could talk about it and all, but it's kind of really hard to kind of describe exactly what's happening, what's going on, because we're used to it. We've done this many times. You know, we're still here, and we're still rocking and rolling. Can I suggest something? If you never, Dude, I don't think I don't think they're going to switch a lot of uh, save a lot of money by switching to Geico, but you can suggest it if you like. Well, I'd go to uh, General. I think it's General, yeah. Dude, when I tried looking up the general online, dude, I couldn't find his website. I'm like, dude, is this dude a fake? Probably so. Yeah. Geico. So, oh, no. you know, you know, we almost forgot though. Why? Our ski woo shout out. Well, we're gonna do it. Well, let's do a samba one this week because it's not a jumpy occasion. But let's we'll, we'll, let's do a mellow one in the honor ski woo. That was horrible, but you know what? Nothing but love. Nothing but love. Nothing but love for the ski woo. But no, I was going to say, um, if I'm not a fan of Spike Lee. Nah, I really ain't. But I will give him props. If you ever want to watch a great prop, 
and this is coming from someone from New Orleans. Watch a great documentary about Hurricane Katrina. Watch uh, when the levees broke. You can, I mean, you if you have HBO. When it keeps on raining, the levees gonna break. Um, I really thought that Led Zeppelin song was about Hurricane Katrina. Oh, man. No, I mean, I really didn't think that, but I was like, dude, that's convenient that they wrote that song right. and it's happened right. to us. But yeah, have you ever seen it? No, no, dude, I'm not a Spike Lee fan. No, no, you need to watch it. As a someone no. in the walk, no. So somebody, so somebody who lived it, I'm, I'm good. I really don't it, need to watch it. It's that good, dude. It's that good. I'll give the man, look, I go by your work and I will give him credit where credit's due. He did a phenomenal job in that documentary. Fantastic. Yeah. I mean, it's touching. It's not for the weak of minded. They don't hold no punches in it. Uh, what you see on video is what we saw in real life. Uh, maybe not to the extreme because some of us came back later. To the extreme, a rock a mic like a vandal. But <laughs> go watch when the levee broke, and that uh, on HBO on the documentary section you can find it. They have all four of well, it's like a four part series. And uh, I remember when I, I bought it on DVD when it first came out, and I mean, I just I, I broke down, dude, because it's like, you know, this like I said, it is a trip. It's, it is a trip that Ida hit the exact anniversary of yeah, Hurricane yeah, Katrina. Yeah, fucking odd. That was fucking odd. Maybe yeah. we, you know what? We had a hurricane. Maybe we'll get fucking snow this year, dude. That would be cool. Sweet. Yeah, I know snow's like a fucking miracle down here, guys. Oh, and this snow's like bad enough down here. This shitty, this, this shitty, the city shuts down because we do yeah, not we know do. how to drive in it. And really, we don't. I, get I remember snow. trying to. I remember, get... I remember trying to walk uh, to the donut shop around the corner when it snowed last time, and I was slipping on the streets and the ice. And I'm like, dude, I got to give it credit to these northerners. They know how to handle this. Boy, we suck down here. Yeah. So, but we we're getting close to the end, my friend. Yes, we are. So. Now, I have to say this on a personal note. Um, and I'm sure Jeff uh, can agree with me. Uh, there were three p- podcasts out there that really showed love to us. And, uh, yeah, yeah, kept yeah. Showing yeah, us yeah. Res- I mean, I, I don't want to say respect. They just showed us love. And kept, they kept every- checking in on checking us. Checking in right? on us, yeah. And, I mean, if it was Twitter or on their shows shouting us out. I Making mean, I sure we were still them. alive. Yeah. Um, I want to give all three of them. I mean, I, I, I can't even, I don't even have the words to say just, I appreciate Cause I mean, me and Jeff are nobodies. I mean, we're fucking nobodies. I mean, nobody yeah, exactly. could love you like me, but you know, for them to show, this is why I, mean, I don't and, have a career in saying, and they have a bigger audience than we do by fucking thousands. I mean, I mean, we're nobodies. I mean, yeah, they I, got thousands. We got tens. But to, for, for them we to shout us out like they did is fucking awesome. And thank you guys. And I want to give you all a shout out individually. Uh, first with uh, the Metal Mitt Network. That's Dirk, Mojo, and the rest of them guys. Thank you guys. I Round of applause. To Dirk. I talked to Dirk uh, personally on Messenger. Um, me and him always. Every, every time around. you say his name, no, dude. I always want to go Dirk Diggler. <laughs> he probably liked that shit. I don't know why. Um. <laughs> <laughs> and okay, and uh, not making fun of his name. It's just that's right when you say his name every time. That's what comes in my head every Damn, time. Fuck, he got me out the rhythm. I was on a roll right there. Damn, I was finally going to get it right one fucking time. Thank you. Yeah, all right, all right. Let, me, let me see if I can get it back on. All right. Also, I want to thank the guys at Breaking <laughs> the Apocalypse uh, podcast. That's John Draper, Shaheem, and Bisho Brian. Damn, I got it, nailed it, baby. <laughs> but no. Uh, John, just note, just just note, side note. He's, he's reading it off of a teleprompter. No, this show was spontaneous tonight, <laughs> and that's God. I'm no, 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 I know, I know, I know. I'm, 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 I'm Jeff's like, let's do this do shit. That, I'm man. like, let's do it, bro. Let's do it. Let's tell the people we're fucking back. But want to shout out them three guys. They showed all three of them guys showed us love. And last but not least, I'd like to thank Kevin Castle and Chicky. They showed us love on their show. Uh, Kevin checked in on me, uh, wanted to know what was going on. I like, you know, I, I'd relate to him. Uh, he gave me a call, you know, just uh, just to check in and make sure everything was cool. You know, just, I told we're still him wait, we're still waiting for our New York pizza. Y'all are going to mail us. But that's yeah. a side note. Well, yeah, like I, I'm going to tell y'all, like I told Kevin, the only thing we're pissed about right now is 
no air conditioning. And I know I got to go back to work with a fucking shitload on my plate. That was the only thing I gave a shit about. I didn't give a shit about nothing else. But yeah, yeah. Y- y'all send y'all send New York pizza. We send New Orleans king cake. That's 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 fair. Gumbo. I'll send them gumbo. No, because oh. they won't make it there. Somebody gonna eat that stuff on the way. Yeah, right. <laughs> the dog. At least a king cake is sealed. King, king cake would be sealed nut. and all. Nobody, nobody's gonna eat that, dude. But no, and Kevin, everybody. I think I think you gotta share king cake with everybody. You're being very rude, sir. I'm not being very rude. I'm trying to talk us into. I'm gonna do it. I'm gonna send. Uh, I'm gonna send them king cakes, man. For looking out, dude. When king cake season comes, so don't expect it next week, guys. But Kevin Castle and Chicky, we love you. Thank you again the love you showed us so with that being said you ready to get on out here my friend i am dude i am man i'm ready to enjoy my friday night and we are going to be more consistent now hey hey my boy do you want to come say goodbye to everybody since you wanted to say hello to everybody might as well come say goodbye too that is going to make that happen you don't have to wait two weeks for a show anymore and shit but we're back, ahead, baby. my boy. See ya. Peace, guys. Peace yeah, out. There you go. There you go. Peace later, people. But all right, Jeff. Um, for the Bayou Geeks, thank y'all for sticking around. I hope y'all enjoy the show. We'll go back to pop culture shit uh, next week. But you know what? We wanted to tell y'all what was going on and tell y'all everything was all right. So on behalf of myself. And me. And you. I'm Chris. And uh, oh, Jeff. Oh, wait, did you, you didn't want to mention anything about uh, the other stuff? Not yet. Next right, week. Well, next week. Let, right. Yeah, because, yeah, next week. And, yeah, let's just. I'm just I making could, sure before we roll out of here. That's all. Yeah, we don't have to. We don't have to. Uh, I don't have to wait till that happens to post this. And I could go, uh, get it up tomorrow. So. That's why I'm gonna. All right. We'll we'll wait do on what that. You do that. All right, bro. All right, well, like he said, he, I'm Chris and he's Jeff. Yeah. And, uh, we're 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 the Bayou Geeks. Yeah, guys. All right. Appreciate it. I'm out. Later, y'all. Later.
Riders on the storm Riders on the storm 